Mama's Slippers by Joy Watson and illustrated by Wendy Hodder. They always did that in school. They always told you that part, so I thought I'd go with it. Alrighty. On Monday, Grandma looked at Grandpa's old slippers. You need new slippers, she said. Those are going to fall to bits. Nonsense, said Grandpa. My slippers are fine. But they have holes in their soles, said Grandma. Good, said Grandpa. That's how I like them. You might want to join in with that bit along the way. He says it a few times. Nevertheless, Grandma bought him a new pair of slippers that day. Grandpa refused to wear them. On Tuesday, Grandpa was cleaning out the cupboard under the stairs when he came upon his old slippers hidden away in the darkest corner. Leave my slippers alone, he told Grandma. Don't try to hide them. They should be hidden, said Grandma. They're going to fall to bits. They have holes in there. And the stitching has come undone. Good, said Grandpa. Thank you, I really appreciated that. I think we can get better, though, as we go along. On Wednesday, Grandpa was just in time to see Grandma handing his old slippers to a person collecting used clothing. Hey, leave my slippers alone, he told Grandma. Don't try to give them away. They should be given away, said Grandma. They're going to fall to bits. They have holes in there. The stitching has come. And all the fluff has worn off. They don't sound comfortable to me. Good, said Grandpa. That's how I like them. On Thursday, Grandpa went to check if the rubbish had been put out. There, right on the top, were his old slippers. Do leave my slippers alone, he told Grandma. Don't try to throw them away. They should be thrown away, said Grandma. They're going to fall to bits. They have holes in there. The stitching has come. And the fluff has worn. And I can see your toes. Good, said Grandpa. I'm loving this, it's great. On Friday, Grandpa took some potato peelings out to the compost heap. There, not quite covered by a cabbage leaf, were his old slippers. Please leave my slippers alone, he told Grandma. Don't try to bury them in the compost heap. They should be buried, said Grandma. They're going to fall to bits. They have holes in there. The stitching has come. And all the fluff worn. And I can see your They're so tatty. Good, said Grandpa. On Saturday, Grandpa was just about to set fire to a pile of leaves in the garden when a sudden gust of wind revealed his old slippers. Oh no, said Grandpa. And he told Grandma, Grandma once and for all, will you please leave my old slippers alone? Don't try to bury them. Very well, but they should be burned. 
said Grandma. They're going to fall to bits. They have holes in there. The stitching has come. And all the fluff is worn. And I can see your... They're so tatty. And they look very uncomfortable. Good, said Grandpa. That's how I like them. On Sunday morning, Grandpa got out of bed and was about to put on his old slippers when they fell to bits in his hands. He had to wear his new slippers instead. They had whole soles, strong stitching, warm fluff covering his toes, and they looked neat and natty. Grandpa was surprised to find that they were actually very comfortable indeed. He was very pleased, and so was Grandma. On Monday, Grandma looked at Grandpa's old grey cardigan. You need a new cardigan, she said. That is the end. Well, it's not the end. If you're a parent, you know that there's more to that story. I have read all of them many, many times to my nieces. Okay, so I was reading Colossians 3, 1 to 14, when this just kept popping into my head. Um, And I thought it, it just illustrates so beautifully what's happening in this passage of Scripture. Not perfectly, but beautifully. So I'm going to read um, that to you guys um, and get you to capture a little bit of what's happening in this passage. So Colossians 3, 1 to 14 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self and with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge and the image of its creator. I'm going to jump to 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I'm going to stand up now. I think you all know where I'm going with this. Colossians 3 has a very similar message to Grandpa's slippers. In this letter that I just read, Paul is writing to a very young church, new believers. They were, they were learning about who God was. And, and let's be honest, so much of us probably feel that we are young believers, or sometimes we, we feel like we've been going for so long and we still are trying to get things through our head. 
And we're always trying to learn. So he's giving us a sandwich. That's the way I see it. It's like a a God sandwich, like something good, something a little tough you need to work on, and then something good to like sandwich it together. All right, so God is a kind and patient God. And he isn't looking at us and seeing all of our faults, all of the things that we're doing wrong, God sees us as holy people. God sees us as holy people and dearly loved. However, God does want the best for us. He wants to know us and to see us thrive in life. And sometimes that means getting rid of the things in our life that break relationship with God, with others, or with ourselves. I do think uh, Grandpa Slippers, God is very much like um, the Grandpa books in one way. He helps us with one thing at a time. So this book was about the slippers, the next one's about the cardigan, and I think there's some other things. I don't think that God's looking at us and going, oh, you've got a lot to work on. Let's do it all at once. I think God goes, let's work on this one thing. And then when you've got that one, let's work on this one thing. So what is the one thing that God is asking you to let go of, to get rid of in your life? I know from my own life, I can often be like Grandpa, and I don't want to give up the tired, broken, old thing in my life that is no longer good for me. I keep trying to hold on to it. But today, I believe God is asking us to let go, to give control over some things in our lives and instead allow God to fill that space with everything good from him. I I really love that God speaks to us today, that we can actually hear from God. So if we ask the Holy Spirit a question, if we have conversation with God, that we can hear back, that it's a two-way conversation, it's not a one-way conversation. Sometimes it might be a thought that pops into our head, sometimes it might be something that our eyes keep focusing on. There's so many ways that God speaks to us. And all we need to do is ask God to help us. So I need seven volunteers. This can be anyone in the room. All you need to do is hold up one of these for me. Seven volunteers. Okay, good job, guys. (laughs) Okay. So if you could hold it that way. And over here. Yeah. Okay, I'm seven. Okay. Oh, no, that was awesome. It just moved. Technology, it's great until it's not. Okay. All right, so, oh, we got one more. 
You are too lovely. Thank you. So these posters are a somewhat adaptation of the words that are in that passage so that we could have seven. But we've got rage, unkind thoughts, greed, evil deeds, hurting others, anger and unwise words. And I think we can all agree that uh, at times in our lives, we are probably wrestling with one or more of these. Maybe not all the time, but perhaps sometimes. So Paul calls these things here idolatry. Anything that we put before our love for God is idolatry, these things here. So we're going to take a moment to invite God to show us which one we need to let go of this morning, to put to death in our lives. Something that God wants to help us be rid of. We're going to be silent for a moment, and I know that sometimes silence can feel uncomfortable, but it's also something we don't have in our lives all that often. And so just to be silent and say, Lord, speak. We want to hear from you. Please reveal what it is that I need to let go of this morning. And after God speaks to you, pick up your piece of paper that was prepared earlier and write it down. In whatever way you would like to, you might want to fold it over. It's not for anyone else. It's between you and God. And perhaps parents, you might want to help your kids or whanau help your kids to, to like ask them some questions or like help them to like discern as well. But we're going to take a wee moment now to just be silent. Okay, but we're not finished yet because that's one part of that sandwich. If you guys wouldn't mind flipping over your posters. Ah, That one up the other way, sorry. (laughs) All right, so here we've got, I'm going to start from the other end. Patience, gentleness, compassion, Forgive others, humility, kindness, and put on love. These things are what God asked us to clothe ourselves with. These are the things that Jesus is asking us to fill ourselves up with 
to fix our eyes, to fix our hearts on these things that God wants to clothe our humanity with each and every day. So let's take a moment to fix our eyes on these, just as we did before. And maybe God will point out one. Maybe it's just reminding yourself and like flooding these words over you. But let's do that now. Take a moment. Can we give these guys a round of applause for like beautifully holding these? Thank you. Thanks, guys. Epically amazing at holding pieces of paper. I'm really proud of you. So here's where it gets a little bit fun. Um, we want to take what God told us, told you, and transfer it into action. So each one of you has a piece of paper. Can you hold up your piece of paper? You all get your piece of paper? With the old way of being written on it. The thing that you are surrendering to God, the thing that you are putting to death, that's a pretty big action, putting to death something in our lives. So we have, um, we have a brazier outside the door out there, um, which is all fired up, I believe, I hope. Yeah, we're all good to go. Um, and in a moment, in, in time, like don't, don't feel like you need to rush if you want to spend a little bit of time with God over that thing that's written on that piece of paper. Maybe pray over it or have someone else pray with you. Um, we, we want to be people that are willing to let go of things that God's asking of us. And it's not easy. I'm, I don't want it to be flippant. It's not easy. Um, but we want to uh, actively choose to go and put it on the fire and say, Lord, I give this to you. I surrender this to you. And then when you come back into this room, we're going to approach the communion table. And at the communion table, we're going to clothe ourselves in the things of Jesus. We have to put to death the old ways, and we are clothing ourselves in the ways of God at the communion table. So as God's chosen people, you guys, holy and dearly loved, at the table, we will clothe ourselves with Jesus, clothing ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, 
And most of all, we will put on love, which binds us together in perfect unity. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are here in our midst. Lord, that you have highlighted for each one of us what it is that we need to let go, what it is that we need to lay before you this morning. And Lord, in this physical action of letting that thing burn on the fire, Lord, I pray that you would do that physically within us within our minds, within our hearts, within our bodies. Lord, that you would help us to fix our our eyes on you. Fix our eyes on the goodness of Jesus, the life that Jesus lived that showed us how to be, the death where you gave your life for us. And Lord, the resurrection where you overcame death forevermore. And Lord, now you are with Christ. You're with God, sorry. You are beside the Father interceding for us. So Lord, we need you to intercede this morning on behalf of all of these people. Lord, move in us this morning. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.